You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Superstition. Fear and jealousy. Superstition, fear, and jealousy. KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Tell me what you eat and I'll tell you what you are. There was a time when eating was a pleasure. Do you indeed think that even there is life on other planets? Oh, stop. This would be more effective at midnight, pounding winds and crashing thunder, and even then it wouldn't frighten anyone. May the flames cleanse my soul of its evil, of its lust for blood. Five seconds, Mr. Weigel. Cue announcer. Welcome to Ian Punnett's Vaudeville for the Frightened. A fresh mix of audio art, music, interviews, and fiction that will have you wondering, what is there to be afraid of? Here's the Deacon of the Dark, Ian Punnett. The story I told in The Big Little Lie is like 98% true. Happened to me. Uh, there's actually a little clue in the way in which I tell the story, which indicates that to you already. It was a mistake that we left in there on purpose. But it's always made me wonder about that one time I knowingly filed a false police report and got away with it, seemingly. Sure, I was just a kid, but. I knew the officer who was interviewing me suspected that I was lying about one aspect of the story, but he saw something else in it, perhaps intuitively. 
in the lie that I told. And I'll never stop wondering what the implications were of that lie down the road. Justice may be blind, but she peeks. If anybody should know about the prevalence and the public facade of our criminal justice system, it's criminologist Dr. Catherine Ramslin of DeSales University, a prolific author. She has, like, written a book every year for her entire life. I remember once asking her whether she's published every single thought she's ever had. Um, I started a blog. I didn't find it very... In- I didn't like doing it. But that's still publishing in a way. You're just publishing it to the Internet. Yeah, I guess so. I know. I mean, I used to. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, I used to keep a dream journal. But but why now when you can just write a book about your dreams and publish that? <laughs> because it's private. Oh. It's private. <laughs> Is it really? But actually, the dream journal was for um, getting more dreams. Because if you write your dreams down, you get more details more dreams and more it's more productive if you actually do the writing i used to run a dream group and it was amazing so we now what does a Catherine ramslin dream about as you write about crime <laughs> you think about crime do you dream about fluffy bunnies and unicorns all the time or <laughs> i dream about dogs a lot often i dream about dogs dogs um, people that i know people that you know um, who become dogs <laughs> I don't know. I dream about TV shows that I've seen. I, yeah, I don't know. A lot of things. You put together, you know, your dream mind is puts together so many things. Good thing she takes time off from her day job. Dr. Catherine Ramslin both researches, writes about, and teaches about mass killers, spree killers, serial killers. These men and even sometimes women who fall into this, if one can use such a term, an elite group of murderers who all live among us. Extremely narcissistic elite class. Yeah. It's really about using other people's pain to entertain or enrich themselves. Right, right. And taking delight in it. And that's the serial killer motif, isn't it? Generally the well, idea of taking the delight. Part. Yeah, not all. Some serial killers actually have remorse. Some have turned themselves in, and some are delusional. So they're not all like that. But the, but the sadistic, sexually motivated um, serial killer who is a predator is exactly like that. And is it true that serial killers just want to be caught, so they play cat and mouse games with the police? No, they don't really want to be stopped. That's a really myth. that's a myth. Is that a myth? So it's the cat and mouse thing. <laughs> but there are characteristics that link most serial killers together, at least psychologically. That, according to our special guest, former FBI profiler John Douglas. For many, it all starts with the moms. A good example of that is notorious serial killer Ed Kemper. According to John Douglas, his, he reminded his his mother of uh, of her ex ex husband. Look, the spitting image, you know, mm. of him, and so she hated him and locked him down in the basement, where there was a furnace down there, a gas furnace, where he'd fantasize it was the devil or hell, and 
He'd have his sister's dolls. He'd start decapitating uh, the heads off of the dolls, the arms, the legs, things he would do to victims later on. He also was into animal cruelty, buried cats alive, you know, dissect, uh, dissect cats. Um, he was giving psychological tests uh, for the psychologists, you know, administering them to other, you know, other inmates uh, when he was uh, when he was incarcerated. Uh, but you know, it, it's uh, it's one of these things again. You look at the guy; I, I, he not, he wouldn't be where he was had it not been for the, all this this early childhood uh, stuff and, and right. with, with the you know with with the mother. More from John Douglas coming up, but first. I promised you a big little reveal, or a little big reveal. Anyway, we're getting close to the end. for the frightened. Use your ears to fight your fears. Series 1, The Bottom of the Box. Hey, thanks for coming over, Fred. You kidding, Brody? You saved me. Until the memorial service for the Campbell girl is over today, the press owns that campus. Yeah, we brought in extra help for parking, so there isn't much for me to do anyway. Hey, what you got? I keep thinking about some things that Mallory Sturgis said. And I need a little help following up. Well, she teaches criminology, you know. Her insights are pretty good. Yeah, I was definitely paying attention. For example, after she brought up her husband's violent shooting nightmares, did she sound a little jealous to you about his popularity? Um, I don't know, only in a funny marital way, I guess. I mean, we all tease him about how beloved he is. He does have a knack for saying the right things, you know. People believe in him. Uh-huh. I suppose you're right. Something else, though. Did the female Dr. Sturgis sound like she was kidding when she suggested we check the gun shows out at the fairgrounds? I mean, didn't she sound like she was maybe dropping a hint? Well, I mean, I saw it as her trying to be helpful. I mean, she did get us gently back on track on those photos. Right, but several times her hints incriminated her husband, not exonerated him. What do you make of that so-called fuzzy anonymous tipster call? Was it somebody who got it wrong about Dean Kale, or was there something to the rumor about Sturgis and the Campbell girl? Judging by Mal's reaction when she learned about it, she may have been suspecting something for a while. Her reaction definitely colored the way I looked at it. Yeah, me too. Okay, one last question I'm thinking about. When the female Dr. Sturgis said, rumors are all it takes these days to end a career, that allegations are as good as fact, do you think she was talking as a wife or as a criminologist? I don't know, but if I had to guess, I'd say 100% wife. (laughs) As a professor, she knows the college campus climate these days. Everybody's a little afraid to say anything. I mean, just look at Dean Kale. Somehow the pieces don't fit together. I know that Mark's your friend and all, But I don't accept that he's Mr. Perfect. From the moment I met him, I got this weird, deceptive vibe. Could he have called in that rumor about Dean Kale to get him out of the way? Uh, Without a recording, I don't think we'll ever know. Want to help me check one more box off my list? Yeah, what do you need? 
Well, granted, it's at the bottom of the list. But who do you know at these traveling gun shows? Well, there's a uh, there's a guy on my force who works security for the fairgrounds. Well, so we could ask him. Oh, what you looking for? Honestly, I'm looking for anybody who sold Mark Sturgis an AR-15. Like I said, I'm just checking a box. Probably didn't happen. Well, I won't tell you, you know. I mean, they aren't required by law to keep or share those kinds of records, and they get pretty touchy around cops and AR-15s these days. It's been four days, and heaven knows we need a break. Yeah, you know, there are no security cameras either. The law allows almost total anonymity. Just in case we need to talk to him, where is Mark Sturgis this afternoon? Get this. Mary Kay Campbell's family asked if he'd do her eulogy at the memorial service. <laughs> the Gospel of the Lord. No, no, I, I get it. I'm not trying to harass you. No, what I'm looking for is anybody who might be willing to help with a police investigation into a murder. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the death of Mary Kay Campbell. Excuse me, I am not violating your Second Amendment rights. I'm a handgun owner, too, and I'm a police detective investigating a murder. Uh, no, no, I, I don't need a name. Uh, I need to see if you recognize a face. All I'm asking is for you to look at a photo that I'm going to text you. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He's a retired cop. Oh, you think he'd help? Hey, I think I have someone. Do you, uh, do you have a number? Yeah, Metro could really use a break here. So, the photo doesn't look familiar, but the name does? Hang on, let me explain that to my partner. Good get, Fred. This guy on the phone is a retired detective who keeps meticulous records. He doesn't recognize the face, but when I told him the name, he said he thought he remembered logging it for a monthly drawing. Hang on. Uh, yes, sir. Still here. Uh, what did you find? M. Sturgis? What's the address? Yeah, can you hang on to that for about an hour or so and we'll be right there. Okay, so here's the story. Every month this guy gives away a 20 count box of high quality ammo of your choice. But you need to show a driver's license when you fill out the form because you have to agree to be on his mailing list. He was just going through his entries when he knew he had written down an M. Sturgis. He also said that he doesn't remember Mark's face but he had sold a couple rifles to people near the college recently and talked to a guy about a Banish 30 suppressor. He's going to go through his receipts and make a copy of the sweepstakes entry. I'm gonna drive up there right now. Would you mind going back to the campus? Yeah, it should be easy enough. The memorial service is probably still going on. Oh, Fellowship Divine, we feebly struggle. They in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Say it with me. Alleluia. Alleluia. For the most part, serial killers are made, not born. Researchers such as Dr. Catherine Ramsland and John Douglas, granddaddy of all FBI profilers, a co-founder of the FBI's Behavioral Unit, the author of the book and the subject of the Netflix series Mindhunter, as portrayed in Silence of the Lambs by actor Scott Glenn and now 
a professional legal consultant on various aspects of the U.S. justice system, John Douglas says there are distinct characteristics that serial killers hold together. And you'll hear about that next as Vaudeville for the Frightened continues. for the frightened use your ears to fight your fears series one the bottom of the box john douglas says there are distinct characteristics that serial killers hold together but when he started interviewing the most famous serial killers firsthand he had to develop his own approach I'm trying to understand the criminal personality of the why plus how equals who. Uh, right. And uh, here, when we have an unsub case, we're trying to figure out the who. Here we have people who are incarcerated. We know who they are. I'm trying to f- find out the motivation, you know, why they did it, victimology, why they selected a particular victim, why they did the things that they did uh, to the victim, what was the pre-offense behavior, what was the post-offense behavior, if they confess, what was the circumstances circumstances surrounding the uh, the interrogation that made this person uh, uh, volunteer and, and provide uh, you know provide information to the you know to the police? What John Douglas learns is that there are two types of serial killers: organized and disorganized, which is part of the equation of figuring out the unsub. And the only time he got emotional was when I brought up again early childhood mother right. uh, lack of abandonment yeah and now, yeah then they got they got emotional but as far as emotional for the the crime they, they it's justifiable homicide in their way of thinking they they deserve it they, i mean i have my my uh, my right. own problem i'm here incarcerated i'm locked up 24/7 they, they there's nothing there so so when you get a, a psychologist going and doing an interview, and these guys, they, they know how to shed a tear. They know what the buzzwords, what the shrinks want to, want to hear from them. So if you go in again, not armed, with the facts of the case, the background, all the information there, and have that, uh, but you may need somebody to interpret, because they don't necessarily have that background, interpret it for, for them what it, you know, what it means. If you're making decisions, probation and parole, I told them, I said, you have no business making those decisions, because you really don't understand the, the crime or or the criminal who you're talking to. You can learn a lot about any kind of killer by interviewing John Douglas, because by interviewing convicted serial killers, known subjects, such as Charles Manson, Richard Speck, and Ed Kemper, John Douglas was able to narrow down the search for unsubs, that is, unknown subjects. Complete lack of empathy for the victims, abuse of small animals, a certain joy in seeing others in pain. These were some of the red flags his work helped publicize. In the case of many serial killers, moms are sore subjects, such as Ed Kemper. He also knew well how to manipulate psychologists that were sent in to analyze him. 
And that's when, when I conduct these interviews, I'm looking in the faces of these, these people, and I'm trying to imagine sometimes, okay, now this guy, I'm looking at this guy, and he looks real norm, normal, he's, his expression, but, but this is the face that, that uh, the victim was looking at, and that this was not the kind of face or expression that the victim saw or this kind of behavior that, he, that he's presenting to me. And it's, sometimes it's, it's hard to believe because, because, my God, you think, you know, this guy here did these things to this victim, and he's acting so, he's acting it's kind of normal, and he looks, he just looks like the average, the average Joe. The average Joe like, well, you know, like Brian Koberger, who may have gone from being a mass killer in Idaho to a serial killer. Police are still investigating. So if it's true that both disorganized and organized serial killers are everywhere, well, why don't we hear more about it in the news? Why aren't police officials more proactive about reaching out to the public to warn us about who's at work. Catherine Ramsland says there's a perfectly good reason for that. There are all kinds of pressures on investigators, but they also don't want, they don't want to panic people. They don't want people out there investigating on their own and trying to solve it. They don't want serial killer groupies running up there. You know, there, there really are a lot of considerations for investigators in terms of why they might downplay it in the media, which doesn't mean they're downplaying it themselves. How often does somebody start as a sexual predator and end up a serial killer? Well, it really depends on their degree of anger and the, and the degree of, um, you know, the kinds of perhaps kinds of pornography they look at or what, what they need to satisfy them. If, if a rape isn't enough and they need violence, the chances are they will probably eventually start turn to killing in order to satisfy that drive. Average Joes that are doing such horrible things. And as John Douglas points out, you'd never think that if you just looked at their faces. I think that's a concept that many people struggle with when it comes to killers. They don't look any different. They just think differently. And that is the last clue you'll get from me before the big reveal in the next episode of Bottom of the Box, part of the Vaudeville for the Frightened series. This is Ian Punnett. Again, you should be able to solve this puzzle of the bottom of the box with all of the clues that you've already been given but hang on for the big reveal episode next this episode of vaudeville for the frightened featured andrew and jen smith of the wildcat community theater of the air the theme for vaudeville for the frightened was written by andrew clark and performed by ryan winters and pistol beauty Original music by Colby Van Camp. It was engineered by Jacob Cummings and Colby Van Camp. Special thanks to Marjorie Punnett, Corny Cole, Lisa Lyon, Chris Boros, Bill May, Tom Danheiser, Julie Talbot, and Mary Gray Kay. And as always, thank you, Joe Brandmeier.
This has been a 4th Down and 10 production. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.